Hello everyone, welcome to Cricket with an Accent. This is Sakeb and today it's a full house. Uh, Bharat Ramraj uh, is back on the show. Uh, he's, I'm sure, working tirelessly for Crickbuzz. World Cup fever is on. So it's 7am in India, but Bharat is, you know, such a such a loyal, you know, uh, friend of ours on the podcast. Thanks for joining, Bharat. Oh, it's great to be back on the podcast. Yeah, I'm hoping you're sipping some tea or I don't know if you'll go back to bed, but this is this is good. <laughs> And uh, then also, <laughs> just got up actually. Okay, <laughs> and then we have uh, Sabi Hassan uh, coming back uh, for the big India-Pakistan preview. Uh, Sabi was here last two weeks ago. Uh, I think breaking down New Zealand and Pakistan sides with Sanket. Welcome, Sabi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. And uh, Anand is back. Uh, you know, he has uh, found his, you know, lost enthusiasm for podcasting <laughs> so now this is second podcast in 10 days so this is this is really good uh, if we can bring this kind of attendance i think we can draw more listeners so after rain has really played havoc guys i think uh, i just checked the bbc you know doppler and it's really looking good i think tomorrow's game between uh, west indies and england might be impacted but i expect a short game but after that i think it's clearing up so so let let let's talk about uh, let's talk about the big game that's coming up. Let's not hold hold back any surprises. It's always the marquee matchup. Uh, you know we can all disagree or agree if Pakistan is still the legendary side. Of course they have showed a lot of form and a lot of fight back beat, in beating England. Uh, but are they good enough to you know challenge uh, a very deep and consistent Indian side? Indian side too had some question mark coming in. Shikhar Dhawan is out. One of their champion players, are, you know, in ICC tournament format. So KL Rahul will open the inning. So let me just ask you, Bharat, uh, with this matchup coming up, what are some of the things in Manchester? I know you follow the game more technically than anyone I know. So how crucial will be the toss if there's little rain uh, or little you know moisture? Who does this favor, and uh, would Pakistan like to chase, or it's it's all about the condition? How do you see that uh, from you know two days away from the match? See, Old Trafford, I'm sure it'll get some bounce there. Uh, I followed a few of the county matches this season when uh, I think one of the matches James Sanson bowled at 12 or 14 over spell or whatever. They left a bit of grass, but there was in a county match. Uh, for listed games, we'll get bounce, but tracks are usually flat. There's one uh, Worcestershire game where uh, I think there's a score of 367 or something. So I'm pretty sure you will get good bounce, uh, good pitches at uh, Old Trafford. In terms of Pakistan, I think they have to bat first against a team like India. If, if they can get about a score of 290, 300, and then hope someone like Mohammad Amir again gets motivated and uh, bowls one of those quick spells, and he's bowling pretty well. Uh, he bowled a lot of uh, crossing. Seems to love that bowling crossing against uh, Australia and got five wickets. He bowled good lengths, bowled fuller length. And uh, yeah, I think uh, Amir is one of their key players. They need to get about uh, definitely a score of around 300 bat first and uh, then hope that one of their bowlers uh, clicks. Okay, so Sabi, we'll just come in right away. You agree with the approach? You think Pakistan's best chance is what Bharat said? Uh, bat first, put in a decent total, 280, 290, even 300, and then have Amir and Co. and Wahab Riyaz, maybe even Shadab Khan coming to the 11. So, you think that's that's the best possible you know combination for a Pakistan win? Uh, I absolutely agree. Uh, if Pakistan has to win, uh, they probably have to bat first. Now, it depends on the conditions as well. 
if the condition is something similar to uh, what we saw against Australia, then definitely they need to ball first. Uh, that uh, match against Australia, this was a perfect balling uh, condition, but unfortunately, Pakistani uh, fast bowlers uh, other than Amir did not exploit it well. Um, coming back to the India game, the best the best scenario for Pakistan is bad first, uh, put runs on the board, 290, 300 um, around that around that number, uh, and there's always India versus Pakistan pressure game, uh, always hard to chase. Um, I think if they put something around 300 Pakistan uh, bowling, even though they are not doing very well, but still uh, can do well against India uh, if they get couple of early wickets. Uh, with Dhawan out, uh, they need to get Rohit Sharma and Virat Kohli out early in the beginning. And if they do, I think Pakistan would have a great chance. Yeah, it's interesting, Sabi, you say that because uh, my thinking was with the Indian top order being destabilized, uh, Pakistan would want to see India batting first. Uh, so, you know, they're, they're up against uh, KL Rahul. I understand the guy is in the squad, but, uh, you know, he's going to be opening for the first time. And then further down, there's, you know, more uncertainty at number four now. Uh, potentially, Vijay Shankar is going to play in, at number four. Um, and if I were Pakistan, I'm thinking, let's go after these guys right, you know, first up, uh, create, uh, you know, when the match is really tense and, and you know, get get these guys uh, up front. But I think, uh, Anand, going back to the great old Imran Khan days, right? the bigger the match, bat first, I think that still exists, especially in India-Pakistan matches. And uh, I'll respectfully, I think, I know you what you're saying, but I still think India is more balanced in chasing and setting and I think Pakistan would fancy you know, they want to ride Amir and Shadab and co. If they are defending anything, I would even say anything over 280 or close to 280 should be game on. Uh, India is uh, more, more than capable I, of chasing it, but I think Pakistan's best chance is, I think, uh, there, defending. There are, two prob- there, there are two things here. One is, uh, on a pressure game, I still feel the batting first is the best way to go. And the second is, Pakistan chasing uh, history has never, never been good. Um, and especially against India, in a high-pressure match, uh, it's always easier to bat first and put the runs on the board. Hmm. I think I, I would also, that that's a good point because uh, there's been two World Cup matches where Pakistan chasing low 200s uh, could not make it make it even to 200. Hmm. So I, I think that's that's a good point. Okay, so Bharat, let me bring you back in and feel free to jump anytime. I mean, there's, you know, don't be a gentleman because I want this conversation to be very engaging. Uh, let me bring you back in and I know me and Anand were prepping before the show and he told me, They'll bring in Vijay Shankar. So if Rahul is uh, batting, so is, is it pretty? Uh, it's, it's kind of a like gone con- uh, foregone conclusion that Dinesh Karthik will not play. He'll only play if MS Dhoni is injured because he's a pretty decent bat. But unless they want to use Vijay Shankar's three-dimensional abilities, I think that's that's why he was picked <laughs> up. But uh, w- w- what is your best eleven? And then also tell what's going to actually happen. I think Vijay Shankar. Uh, I think we'll play because in a 50-hour game, definitely, I think they will uh, plumb for Vijay Shankar at number four. I think Dinesh Karthik may come into consideration. Maybe if it's a sort of uh, if rain plays foil sport and if it turns out to be, say, 30-hour game or a 25-hour game, then they may think of Dinesh Karthik. But in a 50-hour game, I'm pretty sure they will uh, start with Shankar. Shankar, I think a lot of things have been said about him. Uh, it was based on uh, IPL and he's never a good T20 player, that's for sure. If anything, he's a better list player. Uh, I've seen a little bit of him for Tamil Nadu right back. 
Uh, if you well, if you go back to 2014 and all, when he used to play for Tamil Nadu in the middle order at number four and five, uh, he's a decent enough bat. Uh, not too sure if he's good enough for number four, maybe more for number five batsman in international cricket. But yeah, I think that's a decent pick. Uh, pretty sure Vijay Shankar will start at uh, number four. Okay. Yeah, one thing uh, I, one thing Kohli has shown, Kohli and Shastri have shown, is they're not stuck on putting specific guys at number four. Uh, they are adapting to these situations. They got Pandya in at four the other day. Um, and so I really think the match situation is going to dictate the kind of start that India has uh, that will dictate who's going to come in at four. Yeah, I think that's a lot of big teams have yeah, it, right? With Max, Maxwell and Butler too, right? If the score stage is set, then those guys can come ahead. I mean, that's that's good to have that kind of... You know, deep artillery. Yeah, where, you but know, so. I think I start with they will have Shankar at four. If yeah. Something like India two hundred and eighty for two or two ninety for two. Then I'm pretty sure Hardik Pandey will come in at number four or someone else. Okay. So and Bharat, one more question on the bowling versus batting matchup. What are the key matchups here? You know, Rohit Sharma and Amir is always a talked about matchup. Uh, with uh, Rahul coming at the top, how is uh, Rahul's technique? Uh, you know, uh, taking on the new ball pair of uh, Mohammad Amir and who's opening with him? Is it Wahab Riaz or is it going to be Hassan Ali? Even KL Rahul, I believe, has a problem against the left arm angle. Uh, if you take into consideration like that, even Virat Kohli has a slight issue perhaps against the left arm angle. I'm pretty sure they'll be preparing well against uh, Mohammad Amir. But Amir, he's, he's been bowling really well. Seem, it seems like if he plays in England, it's, it sort of lifts his game. He's not really looking to swing. Uh, even all of the Pakistani pitches are basically looking to bowl crossy. Uh, so his, his length has been very good. As Wazim Akram also noted, he's sort of sliding it from his hand, not really looking to hit the deck. So uh, he's definitely in good form. He's bowling at good pace. May not be 90 miles per hour, but he's bowling around 86, 87 miles per hour. That's about decent enough pace. So he'll definitely cause some problems. Uh, who will they open the bowling with alongside Amir? I, I think I would go with Hassan Ali. Uh, he didn't have the greatest of games against Australia, but he got a little bit of swing, a little bit of seeing moment early on, just that he didn't get his lens right. That will be a key factor. Especially if you play at Manchester, where there's good bounce, so maybe they again have to adjust their lens a little bit, uh, pull it a little shorter for a track like Manchester. Okay. Yeah, Rohit Sharma, Kohli, Rahul, even Rahul, this is technique against left arm angle is not exactly good, even if you go back to the days 2012 13 when he played in Trophy. He's not known to be good against angle, so it's going to be an interesting uh, yeah, battle. And India, missed out, and, and India missed out on playing Trent Bolt, right? That would have been a good prep for Amir and uh, Wahab Riaz. So, Sabi, uh, from the Pakistani point of view, I mean, of course, Kohli is the wicket, I think, these days, I think, in world cricket. But uh, what are some of, uh, you know, as an analyst and a Pakistani fan, where do you think uh, runs can come from, uh, you know, for the Indian batting? I mean... Rahul hasn't played much against Pakistan. What are your thoughts on the Indian batting without Shikhar Dhawan? Uh, when we uh, when we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, um, I really thought, at, even at that time, that this is, Indian batting is not as good as some people think. Uh, you need to get a couple of early wickets. Uh, I, I that my feeling is that uh, they don't have a certain number four. Dhoni to me is is past his prime. Uh, Hardik Pandya is a good player uh, if he's coming in uh, after 35 overs. So, I, as a Pakistani perspective, I really want to see um, Mohammad Amir 
and Hassan Ali uh, getting the new ball and try to get early wickets. Early wickets is the key. If Pakistan does not get the early wickets, then Dhoni and Hadi Pandya, all those all players, they can hit the ball, ball hard and it would become very tough to restrict Indian batting lineup. So get early wickets uh, and then go from there. From Indian perspective, I think uh, uh, Kohli and Sharma is the is the big players. Uh, if if they if they get settled, uh, they can put any kind of total. And uh, if they put anything above 300 uh, against Pakistan, uh, that would be very tough uh, tough for Pakistan to chase down. So, Sabi, will Shadab come in for this match, or what is what are the Pakistani channels saying? Uh, I know he will. Shadab will Shadab will definitely come back. Uh, it was surprising uh, for him to be dropped uh, against Australia, but I can understand why he was not picked because the wicket was. Uh, supposed to be helpful for the seamers, and it was. I mean, if you look at it, Australian did not pick Zampa as well. Uh, I think the idea was right, uh, but the execution uh, from the fast bowlers uh, was not was not good. Uh, it's unfortunate that uh, Shaheen Shafi did not well ball well, uh, even though he's a very good seamer. Uh, and Hassan Ali, uh, unfortunately, uh, for the last six months, he has not been bowling well. So that that's a problem for Pakistan. But the good thing for Pakistan is uh, Amir coming back into form and Wahab Riyaz bowling really well, quick and accurate. Hmm. So Anand, you want to add something to it? The Pakistan bowling versus India. What excites you, and uh, what are your? How do you uh, handicap this matchup? Who who who's who are you so, favoring? Uh, just, sorry, just to, sure. just to interrupt uh, before Anand joins in. Uh, the one thing which I would uh, see here is Pakistan need to play a, a fifth bowler, which is Imad Wasim. Uh, Indian does not have any left-handers, so Hafiz and Shoaib Malik uh, would not uh, be a successful. Uh, they are very limited bowlers when they are bowling against right-handers. Uh, so they need to bring Imad Wasim in uh, so that their fifth bowler can be strong. Hmm. So I I actually think you know the Indian batting lineup is actually pretty deep. Uh, so maybe the opposite of what how Sabi thinks about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, number four is a weakness, but I'm looking at all all teams: uh, Pakistan, Australia. Name your team, and everywhere number four is right now uh, somewhat of a weak link. But what's happening with India is they're bad down to seven, and every one of them is I, I would say a match winner. I mean we're forgetting about Kedar Jadav. Uh, the guy can bat. Um, he averages 45-plus in list take cricket, uh, strike rate of 100-plus. Mm. Um, he's but actually he's, had a very impressive start to his international career. He's, but is he a number four if it's like scoreboards? No, he's not my number four. 47 for two. I, mean, I, I think what I'm saying is India has the ability to recover, um, which I, I think is somewhat underrated. Now, I understood they had one bad situation with the Champions Trophy final, and this could be a repeat, but... Um, I think it's the deeper team, right, uh, from a batting standpoint. And that's why I, I'm, I'm okay with, uh, you know, this number four uncertainty. KL Rahul is still a phenomenal talent. Um, if he gets past, if Amir is not anywhere close to his best, I mean, we're assuming here Amir is going to back up again, uh, come back from Australia and play like it again. But if he's anything not close to his best, you have then to... Well, actually, I think he's bowling pretty well uh, in this World Cup. Hmm. I, yeah, I mean that, that that's the key for Pakistan for for yeah. me. Just as uh, you know, the key is Kohli and um, uh, Rohit Sharma. I would say if Amir is not in form, I really see the rest of the bowling lineup struggling. And let's give the man his due here, Shikhar Dhawan, right? Uh, I mean, you and I, Anand, we have had you know a lot of conversations about him, but this guy, I mean, now we all of a sudden realize that he's such an integral part of his batting order, isn't he? Absolutely. Uh, I think this is a huge loss. Uh, Shikhar Dhawan, you could argue, is actually India's best batsman in these tournaments. Even actually, 
not only he's a good player, but uh, if you look at it, he uh, the way he plays. Um, Rohit Sharma, if you look at his innings, usually he he he's played a lot of dot balls in the beginning. But on the other hand, Shikhar Dhawan plays quite quickly, so it gives Rohit Sharma an extra time to settle down, so then he can he can expand his shot. So mm. I think that would be that would be a Rahul responsibility to basically play something like close to Dhawan, so that Rohit Sharma does not get under pressure. Mm. So let's uh, stay on Rahul. So Bharat, I, I don't know if you watched this. Shweb Akhtar and Varinder Sehwag were talking today on Shweb Akhtar's YouTube channel, and they both were again. There's no doubt in KL Rahul's talent. But, you know, there's this kind of a mixed report right now. But they were saying this is a guy who belongs at the top. Shoaib Akhtar totally, you know, is a big fan. And Sehwag said, too, this is a guy who can actually dominate the game for 10 to 12 years. Is he that good, according to you as well? See, he can play a lot of shots. He's a wide range of shots. He plays those lofted strokes over extra cover and cover. So, to play those kind of strokes against a new ball, you need to have a lot of skill. Level. Right? Uh, I've seen him for a long time uh, as a Karnataka fan playing for the Ranji, playing for the Ranji team. He used to smash ballers like Ashish Nehra, Narwal, Pradeep, Avana, and all these ballers. He used to absolutely hammer them in Ranji Trophy even if you go back five six years back. So he has a lot of skill. There's no doubt about that. He has had a few technical flaws creeping into his game. When he first came into the scene, he was known for his technique. He used to leave the ball a lot. He used to play that sort of private style of game. But he suddenly changed it thanks to maybe IPL. Uh, and he became a very good stroke maker. But somewhere perhaps he needs to find the middle game a little bit. Uh, where he sometimes tries to attack too much. Uh, and loses his wicket, throws his wicket away. Uh, so, he perhaps needs to find that middle game somewhere and uh, that's going to be his problem. So, they definitely will uh, miss Shikhar Dhawan here because he gets big hundreds and uh, in that respect, Rahul has to uh, also get those uh, convert stars into big scores. I think that's his problem. There's also an opportunity to kind of make a name, right? Doesn't get a bigger game in World Cup against Pakistan, comes yes. and scores like a 70 yes. or 80. Yeah. This could be his, you know, moment. I actually don't want him to find his middle game, to be honest. I, I'm with Sabi on what he said, because I want Rahul to come out all guns blazing. I think that frees up his mind a bit. Uh, he's a different player. A lot of his technique issues happen when he's actually uncertain in his mind. I mean, he once he settles down a bit, you know, he's the kind of guy who can carry on and score a big hundred. So I, I actually think that... Um, some of this has got to do with him just coming in and maybe taking that attacking attacking mindset. Mm. And not to gang up on Sabi. I mean, he's you know he's sitting here with three you know uh, Indian fans. But uh, but Sabi did say something which a lot of Indian supporters were believing. You know, in the last year and a half about the selection of MS Dhoni. Now a lot of people can say no, we knew he was that good. But even I will raise my hand and say. You know, he was playing some series, then he was taking time off, and then there were a lot of time spent in the middle, and he didn't look like, of course, the guy is old, he's played a lot of cricket, but all of a sudden, the last four or five months, everything's come back together. I don't know, Sabi, if you followed that, but I'll ask Anand and Bharat this, uh, in regard to your response, granted, Dhoni is not, you know, nowhere near, you know, the player he was, but still, a Dhoni, what we have right now, 70-80%, I don't know, it's a random number, what he used to be, still pretty good. Anand, you can go first and then Bharat, you can add your view on this. Yeah, I actually don't think he's 70 or 80% because when you look at World Cups, you see so many instances of players in their late 30s elevating the game. Uh, you had Peter Kirsten, you had Sankakara, 
Javed Miandad played an amazing World Cup in '92. Uh, I mean, if, if he's sufficiently motivated, I think he can overcome some of that. You know, the things that we talk about with his reflexes and all of that, because he's he's really determined. I can see that, and um, uh, temperamentally, he's the kind of player who would rise above this kind of game and play well. So I actually don't see him being any less than 100% in that sense. No, no, I think what Sabi is also saying is we have to take the context here. You know, you know, like Federer, Tendulkar, a lot of great players in every sport, right? You reinvent because, you know, when your physical abilities go away, you find ways and experience is no substitute. The guy reads the game like no one else. So I think that's where you still think he's the same guy physically. He can, he can I, of course, hit the ball out of the I, park. I think there's there's a misconception about Dhoni in Monday cricket. Uh, in the last 10 years, he's never been a basher. He's always been the guy who's been the accumulator in, at number 5 or 6. That's why he's been averaging 50-plus. And you know that. But the, can you orchestrate a chase like a complicated chase? You know, come in like twenty eighth over and finish something two seventy plus. I mean, that's what. I don't see him for. as being worse than okay. five or six years ago. The, the only thing, the only thing I will add here, I'm a big Dhoni fan. Uh, he has been a great one day batsman for India, and whenever I saw him playing, he rotates the strike really well. But uh, that's what I'm talking about last two, three, four years ago. But now, whenever I saw him, I think he he uh, eats up a lot of balls. In the beginning, and that's the concern uh, I think India would have. All right, so Bharat, just uh, add your views. And have you seen any reinvention in Dhoni's batting? Is is he doing something differently to make up for the you know, of course, father time beats everyone. So what is he doing differently to be a factor? And uh, of course, we all think he will be a factor. Uh, just add on what you see. See, MS Dhoni in recent times faces a tendency to bowl back of length. Short of a length, they tend, tend to hit the deck. If you, if you go back to Kargis or Abada or Silia and Plunkett, this type of ball, in one day cricket, have definitely tried to hit the deck. And that's, an issue, that's become a sort of issue for Dhoni because he doesn't really score on sort of such kind of bowling. Uh, I've heard that in his World Cup uh, during practice sessions, he's asked, uh, asked someone like Ravi Shastri to just. Uh, Ball a few, few on a back of length, sort of tennis racket or whatever, is trying to work on it. Uh, that's, I think, one factor that goes against Tony uh, uh, because in recent times, definitely opposition teams have restricted him to some extent with back of length hit that I call. In the IPL, he did really well, but the kind of ballers he smashed were those who bowled that floaty uh, length, floaty fuller length. So, it's something that opposition teams will definitely try. Pakistan may try with uh, Wahab Riyas to go short of a length and ensure that it's sort of restricted in his scoring. Uh, but yeah, he sort of aligned his game, you can say. He, he has, uh, he sort of, what he does is he waits for that bowler who bowls slightly fuller length and then smash him. So th- that is where I think uh, Dhoni has sort of become. Uh, clever and smart, but uh, definitely Pakistan. I'm pretty sure they will try with Wahab Riyas uh, to go around the wicket or over the wicket and ask him to bowl few short balls or uh, back of length style of bowling. Okay, so I think that's uh, that kind of covers a lot of ground on MS Dhoni. Let's talk about the man himself. I mean, you know, uh, we are taking him. I mean, at least he's he's the best player by many many people's account. Virat Kohli, and these are the matches. He's pretty aware. That his World Cup record by his uh, champion standard is still, you know, not right there. But there is, you know, nothing to say that he won't uh, make up in this tournament. So, Sabi, 
uh, I, I know you also have very high regard of Kohli when you know we talk about him and you've spoken about how some some of the Pakistani guys can take a leaf and you know Ahmed Shahzad was in the team and uh, so you think uh, Kohli is coming in with a great form I mean he's kind of only played two games uh, one game he got uh, 80 plus and then uh, he didn't get a chance to play against New Zealand so uh, how do you break down Kohli's form and his impact on this big game uh big big match player i mean technically very correct uh, the only downfall uh, he might have he he struggles sometimes against left armers and amir have done that so it's important for pakistan to take an early wicket and and have uh, kohli come in early when uh, when the ball is swinging a little bit so amir can can have a go again at him but if he stays there and and sees off the new ball or if he comes late it would be very very difficult for pakistan uh, to stop So Anand, I mean, Kohli is a guy, right? Last time in Champions Trophy, you know, we we all know what happened. So I'm sure these are the players who live for these big matchups. Like Amir is probably going to be gunning down and being ready, and Kohli needs. Kohli knows without saying there is a score that needs to be settled. So what what do you make of Kohli? Could this be the stepping stone for this World Cup? I mean, he's already played a great innings against Australia, but uh, he's still not being mentioned in those World Cup leaders yet. No fault of his own, just has had only two games. I I think there's there's two matches going on there's World Cup and there's India and Pakistan right um I I, I think it's Kohli versus Amir is going to pretty much decide the match and that's the way I see it um amazing players both of them both are big match players really it comes down to who is going to win that battle um because I don't see if Kohli get, gets past that initial spell as Abhi saying I don't I don't see the rest of the bowling lineup uh troubling him as much uh, Wahab Riaz I mean he's bowling well but i i just think once kohli is primed uh, it's going to be hard to get rid of him but mohammad amir is is a key uh, when it comes to getting kohli all right so bharat uh, just come on in now same question to you but uh, can india win this match uh, without a big contribution from kohli uh, is a batting lineup that settled you know for this big occasion and secondly how does kohli measure up against shahab khan Definitely, India will look forward to Kohli getting a big score. But if if he doesn't get one, uh, they still have the sort of uh, I think batting you need to cover cover up for cover up for Kohli. Uh, someone like even someone like Dhoni may come into consideration uh, when it comes to Indian batting order. As far as Kohli against uh, this spin in 2018 IPL showed a few. Uh, he seemed to have few problems against uh, wrists against spinners. Uh, in the IPL, but uh, yeah, Shadab Khan he will definitely use that googly. He has a uh, pretty good googly. Uh, uh, bowls it fuller. Uh, he did that against Jason Roy. Of course, Jason Roy is nowhere, nowhere near Kohli's level in terms of playing spin. He got him LBW. I think that's what he will try against Kohli. Uh, but uh, he should be fine against uh, Shadab Khan's leg spin. If anything, obviously, as the other two have said, it comes down to Amir versus. Uh, Kohli Amir, as I said, is bowling a lot of plenty of cross seam. All Pakistani seamers are doing that for some reason. They seem to love bowling that cross seam. So I, I believe what uh, Amir will try is ball in the stumps, ball, ball in the stumps. Kohli is not someone who gets caught behind lot when it comes to uh, deliveries just outside off. So he sort of keeps his bat slightly inside the line. I think what Amir will try is then ball one. White full and white delivery, so that Kohli will look to drive. Uh, it's a great batsman, but if anything, sometimes he may get tight, slightly tight with his bottom end, and uh, that is where Pakistan perhaps have a chance. 
Uh, trying to dismiss Kohli. Yeah, and I think uh, yeah. the one thing I'll say is uh, we, we're going to talk about Pakistani batting because th- that's the key. Is Pakistan going to bat first or uh, mm. second? Because Kohli as a chaser is a very different player than Kohli batting first. Um, so even that, I think, is something to consider. And uh, I know Sabi wants to say something, but let me add my two cents because you know my analysis uh, is there, but not at par with you know some of you guys. But I'll definitely say I watch enough cricket, enough sport. Uh, you know, I've seen, you know, Pete Sampras sometimes in tennis, he would bring out his best against Boris Becker. And similarly, a lot of times, Novak Djokovic, no matter how he's playing, he brings out his best against Roger Federer. So having seen the greats of the game like Miyadad, Tendulkar, you know, Kapil, Imran, all made their names in the World Cups. I think Virat Kohli is very aware. This is the big match, right? And now he probably will take some more onus upon himself with Shikhar Dhawan not in the lineup. I think he's, again, I don't know, I'm not going to put... Uh, what he's doing but I think like Tendulkar said you know he didn't sleep well before the Pakistan match because he kept imagining that uh, you know that that match to happen in Centurion I think what a week before the you know the match actually happened uh, you know I think Kohli is going to come out and put on a performance here uh, but I'm not going to put him in my fantasy team because you know uh, I don't want to jinx the guy uh, but at the same time Sabi I know you were saying something and then after you drop in your views then we can start talking about Bumrah versus the Pakistani batting lineup. So just uh, disagreement on uh, on Bharat uh, when he was talking about Amir bowling with cross seam. Uh, I, I thought, uh, yeah, he bowled cross seam uh, when he came on his second and third spell. But if you look at his first four overs against Warner and Finch, he he was uh, bowling right, uh, you know, uh, on a good length on uh, on up seam. So he was swinging the ball both ways, and that's why he was troubling mm-hmm. uh, Warner and. What I would say is, I think he was. Looking to ball the in-swinger, uh, Swazi Makram himself taught her in commentary. When he was looking to angle it away, it was crossing. So, that's what he was trying with. Uh, uh, well, that is what he was trying to do with uh, the new ball. But after a long time, uh, I saw Amir uh, bringing the ball back in. Uh, to yeah, the that's for the in-swinger. He was trying, he was looking to ball with uh, seam up and then... Uh, for That's against Finch. And when he was trying to angle it away, he was balling with crossing. Sorry, I was still on mute. So yeah, that's kind of a good discussion. I enjoyed it myself. I'll probably listen to it more when I edit it. But let's bring in Bumrah. So let's start with Sabi here. And Sabi, I know we've sat in your apartment during you know, our bachelor days, watched a lot of uh, cricket matches. And uh, of course, uh, no exception, the talk was always about the Indian batting versus the Pakistan bowling. And you know, with the giants of the game like Tendulkar, Dravid, Lakshman and Sehwag and Yuvraj versus you know, uh, Akram and you know, uh, Shwebakhtar and even a fading Vakar Yunus, you know, in those days, Pakistan always has had the number, you know, for bowling. So, what is your opinion, you know, from, you know, as an opponent and, you know, of Jaspreet Bumrah? I know we all fancy him very well and he's arguably one of the better bowlers in the world and he leads this Indian attack. How do you see, you know, Bumrah versus the Pakistan batting? What challenges does he bring that other Indian attacks haven't brought before? Uh, pace, I would say, first of all, uh, then uh, he can he can bring the ball back in uh, to the right-handers very well as well. A very good very good bowler uh, with the new ball as well as with the old ball. When uh, at the death, he, he had a very good score ball as well as the Yorkers. So, especially you know, with first four overs of Bumrah would be critical. Pakistan don't want to lose too early wickets, uh, and don't forget about uh, Bhuvnesh Kumar as well. He is a good swing bowler. Hmm. Uh, if 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 there's any help in the pitch, he he's the person. Uh, who will trouble the most, uh, I, I would think. Uh, that all depends on how the conditions are and how the wicket behaves. Uh, 
so both of the Indian fast bowlers are good, uh, and I feel this is the best Indian bowling lineup I have ever I have ever seen actually. To be honest, uh, two good fast bowlers. Um, third fast bowler uh, is uh, uh, Pandya, which is which is which is not a bad bowler at all, and then two very good genuine spinners who can turn the ball uh, uh, on any any surface. So it it would not be easy for Pakistan batting lineup. Uh, to dominate Indian uh, Indian bowlers. Does Shami come in uh, in this match, Bharat? Do you think uh, there's an outside chance we might see a bowling change here, or we'll go with Bhuvi and uh, Bumrah and all the guys Sabi just mentioned? Oh, pretty sure they'll go with the same side. Uh, Bhuvneshwar Kumar, uh, that's an interesting one. Uh, Magister track can might help uh, Shami a bit more because he's the deck. I think we'll get a little more bounce there at Magister County games, few county games I saw. I definitely there's a little more bounce, but I think they will go with same sides, uh, settled side. As far as Bumrah is concerned, I just want to add one point. With Bumrah, well, one point I think that goes against a batsman is uh, it sort of jogs in, it's sort of unique freak baller. It sort of jogs in and then suddenly balls at around 88-90 miles per hour. I, I believe batsman can't really guess his pace. Uh, it's, it's sort of similar with Jofra Archer, I believe. He sort of jogs in and then suddenly balls at 93-94 miles per hour. And look at someone like, say, Lockie Ferguson or, or sort of Mark, who they charge in. When they're charging in, the batsman would feel, oh, yes, uh, this ball is going to ball quick. But it's not something you get with Bumrah. The batsman seem to struggle to pick his length very early. And uh, one, one more point I wanted to add with Bumrah is wrist snap. I think this wrist snap... Using that sort of extra momentum of burst uh, when when the ball leaves the hand, I think this this really helps him. So wrist snap of Umrah, it's something you see with uh, Dale Stain. Uh, so it's definitely at the peak of his prowess. Uh, mm. And also to just add, since he has a very awkward action, so it becomes very hard for the batsman to pick up the ball. What's the head-to-head like, guys? Uh, how often has Bumrah played Pakistan? I know India Pakistan haven't fared off much in recent times, but. Has Bumrah played enough game against Pakistan, or is he a total surprise package? I, I actually think he's not. So he's not a surprise. He played in the that Champions Trophy final, and one could say Bumrah's uh, Pakistan figuring out how to play Bumrah was the turning point of that match. Uh, right up front, um, Bumrah gave away I think 68 runs and nine overs. Um, so I, I I really think that uh, you know he's going to come back thinking he has to make amends for that match. I think is he a better bowler now? He's a much better bowler now. I would say he's, he's more accurate. He's definitely picked up some pace as well since he got, became a test bowler. Um, I, I think he's a more complete player, a lot more confidence in himself than, than when he played that match. Uh, mm. Even then he was good, but I think now he's, he's, I would say, a complete bowler. All right, let's bring in the guys who Bumrah will be going first. So, Anand, uh, continue with Imamul Haq. What have you seen of this guy? I'm pretty impressed, but again, I want to hear from you guys. Uh, he's been criticized for slow pacing, but then I, I think people sometimes are confused with the IPL scoring. I think uh, if someone scored a 50 of 70, as long as he, the wickets are there, you can convert those starts into big ones, which he hasn't done. But I'm, I think he's a pretty gritty customer. What do you think of his game? No, actually, he has converted a lot of his starts, and I, I actually feel that he's he's a very underrated player at the top. Uh, he's he's a far more stable opener than uh, Fakhar Zaman, who is, in my mind, he's a bit of a hit or a miss kind of uh, player. Uh, and you know it's been Imam ul Haq and uh, Babar Azam have been carrying this lineup for a, for a while now. Uh, so just as we talked about Rohit Sharma and um, you know Virat Kohli, I think those two guys are key for Pakistan if they they have to win this match. The, these two guys, one of these two guys has to score a hundred. 
because further down that order, um, you know, Hafiz and Shoaib Malik, we've seen these guys in, um, you know, different situations. Um, you know, they, they're okay, solid players, but they need that start, I think, to capitalize. Hmm. So, Bharat, what do you think of uh, the criticism that Shoaib Akhtar and some Pakistani experts, and even fans, I think both sides, people get very excited very quickly. Do you see any problem with the... Uh, the approach of uh, Imamul Haq, like you see, his like scoring rate is a little slow, or you think he's just like a good, good, you know, conversion away to silence all those critics. He's good there of batsman, that's for sure. It's a decent technique, decent game, all that. But his strike rate could be slightly better. What it sometimes does is, it seems to start at a strike rate of 60, 65, 70, and then goes a gear up. Uh, it's just it's a slight difference. Maybe he was uh, playing Maxwell uh, uh, the last game, three, four deliveries, four, maybe around four or five deliveries, was knocking it straight to the fielder again and again. Maybe he can take a single here and there, and that could help him to get a strike rate slightly up. I don't think it's that bad, uh, but yeah, you can get a strike rate slightly up. In modern day ODI cricket, would rather have someone who's anchoring uh, the chase. Uh, uh, someone who can get strike it up from start of 75-80 to around 90-95. That's what uh, batsmen like Ross Taylor or, or Duplessis or Joe Root do uh, in terms of anchoring uh, innings. So that, that's something Imam al can try. Uh, West Indies bowlers, when it, when it comes to Imam al West Indies bowlers in the first game uh, sort of try to bounce him out. He has that habit of uh, sort of falling across with his head. And they eventually got him out, caught mm-hmm. down leg. Uh, sometimes when it very fall across, uh, it's not just LBW, you might get caught down leg. So that's something Indians might try. Uh, so, but, but it's a good enough batsman who gets uh, uh, big scores. And uh, Pakistan need him, definitely, hmm. to get, one, get a big one. So, Sabi, just add on to what uh, both these guys said about, uh, uh, you know, Imam al-Haq and Anand also said about Babar Azam, and he's kind of the key. So, is there any is there an X factor here from Pakistan's batting, you know that that person needs to click for them to have you know any chance or you know a good chance to win this game? So that would be Fakhar, Fakhar for Babar Azam. Fakhar Azam would be two players. Babar Azam is technically very good. He's a solid player, but for me, for Pakistan to put up a 300 runs on the board, Fakhar have to have to play a good inning on the top of the order. I think he is the one if he. If he plays well, he can uh, he can attack Bumrah as well. Uh, talking about Imam, is a very technically solid player, but uh, he does not have too many big shots. Uh, the only big shot uh, I, I see from him is coming down the wicket and hitting the fastballer straight down the ground. Uh, other than that, he, he he plays he plays little slow. Uh, I mean, I'm okay uh, for for a player, uh, but uh, to to. Uh, to play slow in, in the start, but but he should have a game to accelerate. I think that's where the problem lies with him. Uh, strike rate of 70, 75 in this modern day game is little on a slow side. I think he need to have more short, uh, and, and and he's young, so he will learn. I think he would be a good future for Pakistan, but at this moment he's little bit on a slow side. Babar Azam is technically Pakistan's best batsman, and uh, if you have seen him playing. Uh, against Australia, though, even though he made only 30 runs, but if you look at his batting on those uh, shots he played, I think he plays one of the one of the best drives, probably in the World Cup so far. Right. Uh, when he plays to uh, Cummins. Yeah, was, that, that was a beauty. Very, very, so, 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 we have, 
it was so it was he, the most beautiful you know, innings of the World Cup. I would agree. In yeah. fact, he did yeah. was at his best in that, uh, especially in that Centurion Test on the cracked up surface. Uh, if I remember correctly, absolutely smashed Dale Steyn and company, and that surface was uh, pretty tricky for any batsman. So mm. Especially on the drive, he was smashing Dale Steyn all over the park. He has a lot of time on his hand. So he picks the length early. So he's definitely Pakistan's best batsman. Picks the length up early and and plays it late as well. Uh, best driver of the ball, uh, but only weakness I see in his batting is uh, is a short ball. I think he's a little bit weak, and that's what Australia uh, Australia uh, tried it, and they got his wicket on that day. Um, hmm. he, for, he he he's one of the person uh, who can anchor up the inning. So if if Imamul has Falls early, then he is the one who enters the inning and, and try to play 50 overs. But for me, Fakhar Zaman would be the key because if you look at Pakistan batting lineup, other than other than Fakhar, uh, all the other batsmen are quite on a similar pace. So uh, if Fakhar fires, then the complexion of the batting order changes. Uh, if he if he's uh, got get out early, then Imam and Bauer, one of them have to have to attack. Uh, Number four, uh, they have to decide who will play. Hafiz is playing well, uh, but uh, the problem here is uh, I'm a big Harish Suhail fan as well, uh, and I, I feel that he should be a part of the team ahead of Shoaib Malik. Uh, I know Shoaib Malik has a very good record against India, but he is completely out of form. Uh, and uh, and if there are no I, lefties, right? You said his bowling would be of no good, so I think maybe this is when Harish Suhail comes in. Yeah, and I think yeah. Sabi, you make a really good point because the, this is where I I mentioned India's five, six, and seven, right? Because if if Fakhar doesn't uh, click, they Pakistan does not have that five, six, and six, and seven that can close out a game at that you know at scoring at eight. And or I think nine me, and, we, me and Sabi have talked about this. Sarfraz, a street cricketer, Sabi calls him, and he's a very feisty, competitive guy, but he doesn't have Dhoni's big hits. So if he's orchestrating like a two eighty chase, it's a complicated chase. Uh, Sarfraz is kind of a single double guy he's kind of limited I mean he won't go down without a fight but you need those big hits when you're chasing I think that's so right Anand so I, I little bit disagree with you uh, the, the only reason I'm saying is if Pakistan is chasing I, I agree with you on that part that it would be tough if Fakhar doesn't fire but if Fakhar even doesn't fire uh, when betting first then Pakistan still have ability to score 300 because if you followed uh, Pakistan versus England games in England uh, even though Fakhar fired in only one game out of those four, uh, but Pakistan were still able to manage 330, 340. Uh, and, and the reason was that uh, uh, Babar Azam and uh, Harish Suhail was playing well and Sarfraz was playing well as well. So so I, I just feel that uh, Harish Suhail should, should be playing at four, Sarfraz at five, Hafiz at six, and Imad Asim at seven. And the reason I'm saying Imad Asim because Pakistan definitely needs a fifth baller. Yeah, I, I agree with your uh, pick of Imad Wasim. Uh, where I'll still disagree is because what we haven't considered is India's bowling lineup is very different from England. We got two two uh, leg spinners, you can say that now, with, between Kuldeep and Chahal. And this is another area where I've not seen Pakistan do particularly well against spin, uh, believe it or not. I, I think it's a problem for India too these days, but uh, Pakistan and India both have problem against quality spin. And, um, you know, now Misbah is not in the team anymore. And I, I think that that is going to be a very uh, crucial uh, matchup is the Pakistani middle order against the two spinners. Agreed. Agreed. And that's why I, I rate Indian uh, bowling very highly because they have two quality spinners in their lineup who, 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 who are not worried about leaking the runs. They are worried about mm. taking the wickets. And that's the key. Okay. So, I think we covered quite uh, ground here. So, Bharat, why don't you come in? 
and see who could be the X factor in the Pakistan middle or lower middle order. Who could come in? Are you a big fan of Harris Sohail? Or do you see Sarfraz being the guy who, you know, leads them in a complicated chase? What are the options according to you? To be frank, I also like this uh, Asif Ali. Uh, he, I think he has a little bit of, he has uh, uh, sort of his spiral techniques, his power, I think he has enough power to uh, get the big runs right at the end. Uh, I think Pakistan can look at Asif Ali. I know he dropped a couple of catches but in the last game, but Asif Ali is someone from whatever little I have seen, he has that power game. So uh, Pakistan can look at him just as a gamble. Uh, if he clicks, if he gets about 40, 45 of 25, 30 balls, and that would do wonders for uh, Pakistan. So I agree that he has a power game, but the problem is that he's technically not good. So if Pakistan lose a couple of I don't of think I don't think need technique at say if he's coming at five or six. Uh, if say Pakistan are at say four for two fifty, I don't really think they need uh, someone. You're uh, right that if, you're absolutely right if, if Pakistan are four for two fifty. But what about if Pakistan are four for one hundred and twenty-five? So, but you should you shouldn't look at see they will be four for one twenty five. I think it's better to gamble with someone who has the power uh, coming at number six. At number six, you don't want someone who's so in hurdler, uh, someone Asif, who has to sit around. So I feel that Asif can only play if Pakistan decides to play with four bowlers, which was which which they did against Australia and England. That's the only way they can play Asif. Uh, but I just don't I just don't see how they can accommodate Asif at number six. That, that that would be a very thin batting lineup for me. Yeah, I think the other thing to consider is Pakistan has uh, maybe four number eights on the, in their lineup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you look right. at even Hassan Ali, uh, Imad Wasim, I mean, he's seven or eight, you can say, but uh, Shadab Khan, uh, seven or eight. Uh, all these guys are capable on any given day scoring a quick 30 or a 40, but you can't count on these guys. So uh, that that's I think that's the challenging part of their lineup, but... Uh, again, both teams are very heavily loaded on the on the top three right now. But I think that's where India has a slight advantage too because the guys you just mentioned with Pakistan, they can all hit a long ball and even do 25-30 run cameos. But I think Dhoni versus Sarfra, I still think Dhoni, there's serious advantage there. I mean, I'm not saying Sarfraz cannot do it, but I think just the resume of Dhoni and the big match player he is, I still see... Going back to the Centurion game, right? India had Dravid and Yuvraj. You know, when Tendulkar got out, we needed 100 still. So, yeah, let's see how this goes. And uh, let's quickly, you know, wrap this conversation by, you know, doing a five-minute nostalgia round. But before that, uh, I'll ask, you know, not exact predictions, but Anand, what's the match looking for if you were doing ratios? India 60-40, 70-30, what kind of a game? I know toss hasn't even happened. It's two days away. So, how do you see the two sides stacked up? Yeah, I think this is a league match. India is a very clear favourite for me. Um, if this was a semi-final or a final, I think there's this whole lot of other factors in play. But overall, all-round better side, I think, where wins in these kinds of uh, situations. Uh, Bharat, how do you see this? Pakistan, I know, won't be eliminated if they lose, but it's kind of a must-win game for them. India, of course, doesn't want to lose either, but India has the luxury of having already five points. They haven't dropped a game yet. So, how do you see this game? game uh how do you fancy the ratio? Who's the clear favourite here? Paper, definitely Pakistan. India is definitely the favourite. They have much more balanced sides. The only thing with Pakistan is you know, it's an unpredictable side. So, if they get it's a side that seems to work on momentum, if they get any sort of momentum in a match, for example, they bat first, get about 300, 
suddenly someone goes in 90 miles per hour. That, that's one unpredictability factor we always get in Pakistan, but on paper, India definitely starts as uh, favorites. Sabi, uh, how do you see it? Uh, I know uh, this is a very, you always say this is a pressure game, so it's kind of an exceptional game, but uh, you cannot, uh, uh, I know we've talked about this, but India, how, how do you see this? Let I won't put words in your mouth. Yeah, I, I, mean, I have to be honest, I mean, India is definitely a better side right now uh, than Pakistan, but, but if you look at it, uh, uh, you know, it's a one-day cricket, uh, World Cup game, uh, when Pakistan was really a good one-day team, uh, in the World Cup, they have lost against uh, India, who, who used to be a mediocre uh, team in the 90s, uh, they, but they, they still lost against them. Uh, so, uh, things can change easily. I think for Pakistan to win, if Pakistan bats first, they would definitely have a very good chance uh, to win the match. All right, so I think we covered quite a lot. Let's do quick five minutes of nostalgia because that's what, you know, this matchup is always about. So let me start alphabetically. So, Anand, I know you and I have shared this, but you have the platform now to share with a lot of listeners and Bharat will bring a lot of hits to this because every time he comes on, people listen. Uh, what does this matchup mean to you? I mean, you know, you can go back to the Kapil Imran days, Salim Malik innings, the Javed Miyazad six. Uh, yeah. What do you What do you want to go back to? This is the reason why I watch cricket. Uh, to be honest, I got into cricket because of India Pakistan, uh, the Champions uh, World Championship Trophy in 1985, uh, where Ravi Shastri was the champion of champions. Uh, I still remember the in swinger that Kapil Dev bowled to Kasim Omar and clean bowled him. I mean, that got me fired up as a kid. And since then, I've been hooked uh, to this uh, to the sport. So, and uh, also mentioned that Imran Khan was your favorite cricketer, huh? Imran Khan remains my favorite cricketer. How is that possible? I mean, I mean, I, I I respect Imran so much, but when I was watching these matches, I mean, I was never rooting for Imran to even get a wicket against Sri Lanka. Because <laughs> the, the the simple reason is when Imran was playing, it was hard to look anywhere else. He was the guy you were watching out for everywhere, anything, batting or bowling. He he just had this charisma, this aura that. Uh, you know, transcended the whole game, I thought. Um, Viv Richards was another player like that. Uh, but Imran Khan was my favourite because he, he could both bowl and bat. Hi Bharat, so what are your India-Pakistan memories and what does this matchup mean and any special moment you want to share? So when I started to watch cricket, about in 91-92, it was the 92 World Cup. Obviously, the Kiran More, <laughs> Javed Mianda, the controversy then... In the 96 World Cup, we had the Venkatesh Prasad uh, versus uh, Amir Sohel. Uh, that was another one. Obviously, the 99 World Cup was played uh, Mr. Kagil War, so that sort of spiced it up. Obviously, India-Pakistan rivalry, if you go back right back, obviously, to 1952, and Fazal Mahmood uh, bowled in that, uh, yeah, madding wicket and got 12 wickets against uh, India. To win the test match at Lucknow, right down to those boring, two boring series in 60s, yes, in 1960s, when both teams didn't want to win. It seemed like they just wanted to draw because they sort of feared that if they lose, then they will get a lot of backlash. Kapil Dev coming into the equation, maybe in 78, yeah, in 78, then Imran Khan's 40 wickets, mm. uh, 1982, three series, and obviously the two Rothmans Cup. Uh, there's a lot of things to talk about World Championship of Cricket Javid Mehendad 6 then Salim Malik Snark in one of the matches I don't remember maybe 19 around 1987 Calcutta uh, yeah yeah the 1987 one uh, there's a lot of wheels trophy controversial wheels trophy played under street lights in 91 yeah a lot of things mm. to talk about when you think of India and Pakistan rivalry yeah, Bharat, you haven't left anything for Sabi here. Uh, <laughs> what about Sabi? <laughs> yeah, uh, great memories, uh, mostly in 90s and early 2000s. Um, uh, 
uh, if I go back to the 90s, uh, when Vasim Akram was Sachin Tendulkar, uh, then later on, Shea Bakhtar was Tendulkar and Rahul Dravid. Uh, people are forgetting about Sayyid Anwar, uh, a great record against India. Uh, Sayyid Anwar versus Srinath and Kumble, uh making a lot of runs. Uh, then a series uh, when India came to Pakistan in, in 2003, a great uh, one-day series, I would say. One of the great one-day series, even though Pakistan lost those series. But, but I remember the first match uh, when India, I think, scored around 340 uh, in in Karachi. And uh, 340 at that time was a huge score. But, but an inning from Mohammed Yusuf and Islam Al-Hak brought Pakistan team very close to winning. And they lost by, I think, uh, uh, three or four runs. That's the one where Tendulkar uh, took the catch, right? Enzimam's catch at the boundary? Is uh, that the one? No, that was the last match. Yeah, okay. that was the last uh, match. I just forgot one more. Uh, it's Rajay 7 6 as well, 97. <laughs> that was something when he sucked him, was stuck uh, out of the park. Hmm. But a lot, of memory, <laughs> yeah. a lot of memory for, uh, from Sayyid Anwar's side because he, he, used to, he was a great Pakistan one day batsman. Uh, to be honest, better than Inzamaul Haq as far as I'm concerned and, and a great innings against India uh, and those three sixes, I remember uh, I think it was an Independence Cup in India uh, where he made 194 uh, and then hit uh, Kumle I think uh, three sixes and three balls one of the one of the, one of the very best innings from Saeed Anwar mm. So, yeah. Uh, lot, lot yeah. Memories, yeah. Let me add maybe, my two cents too, because uh, you know. But I want to quickly say maybe sure. we should have another podcast where we'll debate Saeed Anwar against Inzamam yeah, because something. I'm definitely in Inzi's camp. Yeah, me too. I'm in Inzi's camp, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm in Anwar's camp. Okay, you probably well, so have not seen Well, then we need Sanket to break the ties. I mean, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'll give my two cents too. I mean, just like Anand, I think we are a little older than you guys. So again, watching cricket was after the World Cup, and then. You know, seeing that last ball six, you know, I was praying and closed eyes and then my neighbor said it was a six. It was one of those weird moments. And then Imran led the team, came to India, 6-1. That was a debacle. He's calling these guys, you know, Yunus Ahmed, you know, Ajaz Faki. He's just calling people randomly and they're coming and scoring and taking wickets. And Masim Akram is already becoming a legend. He is. And then uh, for me, the, uh, the most painful moment was Akib Javed hat-trick. You know, that time my favorite players were Azhar and Tendulkar. And uh, Tendulkar was really playing well. Manjrekar was playing well. And we could have chased the 247. And then, uh, yeah. And then when finally Tendulkar era came and there was a gap. The teams didn't play. And when India started winning uh, against Pakistan in World Cups, even though Pakistan were the fancier side, under Azhar we won three times, right? 92, 96, 99. I think those were unreal moments. And 2003 was, you know, again, as a Tendulkar fan, I didn't change my position throughout for a three and a half hour chase. I had a cup of tea in my hand. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's so many great memories, but I do appreciate Imran and Akram and Miyadad after they have retired because growing up, you know, sometimes you're so busy as a young boy rooting against them. I think they were like some of the finest cricketers. Uh, and now I think India is a better side. And uh, I think this rivalry is still there because of the passion. But uh, yeah, I think this cricket is cyclical, right? India used to be dominated. India used to dominate Pakistan first with Gulam Parkar and Surinder Khanna. Then Pakistan started winning from that six. Then, you know, Tendulkar, Yuvraj, all that era, India started winning some key series. But I think it's still it's still a matchup, I think, that's not like in any other sport, any other format. I think close to a billion people will be watching it. I think people forget how young this Pakistan side is. I mean, if you take out Shohat Malik, who should not be in the side in the first place. But <laughs> um, the, the, if you look at their batting lineup, Imam Al-Haq, 23, Babar is 24, um, Shadab is uh, 20, I think, and Hasnain is not playing, but he's 19. I mean... 
this new Shaheen player is young. yeah these guys and shahin uh, i mean these guys i think next world cup trust me you could you could see this uh, situation flip where you you're seeing a really strong pakistan team Ah, uh, no, you made a great point. That's why, uh, if, if I, I don't know you, whether you got a chance uh, to hear the podcast I did with Saqib. Uh, that's why I was emphasizing this Pakistan side is not a bad side. You know, they even though they have lost a lot of matches, but uh, but very young team and on a potential a very very good team. They just have to play a right combination, and I hope uh, they do. And uh, Harishwell comes in, and as I was saying, and Saqib uh, brought that point again. when india was uh, not playing well in 90 when pakistan was dominating them but they lost every single time in a world cup so maybe the t- table would turn this time yeah let's see let's find out on sunday and uh, on that note i think thanks for uh, you know this generous time i know bharat is is what now almost 8:15 am you can go back to sleep sabhi you are in long island new york thanks for joining and uh, yeah anand wants to watch the nba final that's uh, coming to a close so guys yeah let's talk again these podcasts are becoming more and more fun and let's do another round maybe with the same group or you know bring sanket and or someone else but yeah this, this is fantastic so i'll release this soon and share with your friends and everyone who's listening please review the podcast available in apple podcast with cricket with an accent and uh, share with all your indian and pakistani friends because this is you know the the big big event world cup and we'll produce more of these episodes uh signing off on behalf of anand bharat and sabhi talk to you guys later bye for now <laughs>